Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for joining me today and for tuning in to the Elemental Evan podcast. Super excited to have you all here as I'm going to share some very beneficial health knowledge, specifically regarding mental health. Today, we're going to be really diving in to the topic of meditation as I did a 30-day meditation practice where I meditated for 30 minutes every morning for 30 days straight. Now, I do practice meditation aside from just this little challenge that I gave myself. I've been meditating for about five to six years now, and especially within the last three years, I've been meditating more than uh, I used to. So roughly, on average, I meditate about three to five days out of the week, and sometimes more, uh, but for this practice, I decided to go ahead and do a 30-day straight meditation practice, uh, no breaks at all, every single morning waking up and doing 30 minutes of meditation. My meditations varied in their practice, so it wasn't just the same meditation every morning. Uh, some mornings it was a stillness meditation, which is just bringing awareness to the present moment and really uh, trying to quiet the thoughts, you know, silence the mind and just be present with your body and the meditation that I'm, uh, that I'm doing. Uh, the other kind of meditations that I've done were guided meditations, stuff on YouTube from other practitioners, and also uh, some yogic style practices, which kind of move energies in the body. Uh, so those were kind of the types of meditations that I was doing, but nonetheless, I had to do I had to do 30 minutes of meditation for 30 days straight, which I did. And after doing the 30 days of meditation, I really had a few takeaways that I feel are extremely valuable and you know we can really learn a lot from them. At least I think so and I, and I hope you feel the same way. Uh, but basically that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today is the takeaways that I had from meditating for 30 days in a row and just kind of what were some reoccurring either thoughts or epiphanies that I was having. So to start this all off, uh, the first takeaway that I had from meditating for 30 days straight was this quote that is obviously not my quote, uh, but it just rings really, really true for me, which is your brain is an incredible tool, but it is a terrible, terrible master. And I really full-heartedly believe in this. And a few examples that I could give you are simply, you know, how often have you been uh, at work where you're supposed to be doing work, but maybe you're on Instagram or TikTok and just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling away, right? You have focus, but your focus is not on what you need it to be on. Uh, for another example, you know, have you ever read a book and then got to the end of the page and realized that you did not understand like one word that you read in that whole page because your mind was off wandering somewhere else and you were just absolutely consumed in that thought? Once again, your mind is thinking, it's doing its job, but it is a terrible master and it is really, really bad at, you know, putting your energy and focus in the right areas, unless it is like a life or death situation. That's kind of a whole other topic. But yeah, your brain is, in, it truly is an incredible tool. If you think of, you know, solving these complex math problems or physics problems or uh, chemistry or whatever, right? Like it's really good at solving problems. It's great for that. But it is a terrible master, which is basically leading me to my next takeaway, which is you are the master of your brain, right? Your brain should not be the master. So I really believe in this you know, you can call it my second takeaway, which is 
you are not your thoughts or your brain. Now, of course, this is debatable, but uh, for me personally, I really, truly believe in that. I believe that we are not our thoughts, we are not our brain. It is a tool, and then we are the master. Now, the master, you can call it your soul, your consciousness, the observer, whatever you want to call it. I really don't care, but I do believe that they, we are something else aside from our thoughts. And the reason I say this is because on the daily, we have around 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts in one day. And out of all of those thoughts, about 90% of them are repetitive thoughts, meaning you just think the same thought day after day after day after day. Well, if you're thinking those thoughts all the time, every single day, eventually those are going to become kind of like a base or a platform on which you really feel associated with, right? And you can kind of form an identity around those thoughts and really feel like you are those thoughts. Uh, it only makes sense. I mean, for to a degree, I actually believed that. But through meditation, what you start to realize is that you have this separation. So uh, a way that I will try to explain it in terms of meditation is simply when I first start meditating, it's always the first like five minutes that's really difficult where your brain is still trying to fight your meditation and make you think and yeah, just be, you know, active with the brain essentially. So what happens is when your brain pulls you into a thought and you are like living in that thought, right? You can consciously tap in and recognize that you are in a thought process and you can choose to say, I'm going to pull my attention away from that thought and place it back on the meditation that I'm doing. Maybe it's you know focusing on your breath. So you can actively choose to take your attention, your awareness, your focus, and di redirect it back to yourself, back to the meditation, back to your breath, and there's something in you that's doing that, right? Because it's not your thoughts. You just pulled yourself out of a thought, right? So a thought didn't take you out of the thought. <laughs> like something else did, and to me, it is that which is truly us is basically the master of the brain, right? But we just do such a poor job of becoming masters of our brain because we don't do these practices where we learn to, in a way, kind of control or master our mind, right? So truly, I believe we are the master of our mind. And when I say we, it is the soul or conscious, or like I said, whatever you want to call it, but we are not our thoughts. And to me, when I really had that experience of pulling my attention out of the thought and bringing it back to my current moment, that really kind of hit me as, wow, okay, yeah, like thoughts are one separate thing. And like, of course you can feel like you're in the thought, but at the same time, you can stop and let that thought go and pull your awareness out of that thought, which is really, really powerful. Uh, it shows you that you can truly master your mind to a degree. And uh, yeah, it's just a really, really great practice to have. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're all enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a quick second and talk a little bit about one of our affiliates, Organifi. So if you listen to the show pretty often, then you already know that the food we're eating is less nutrient dense than it was one to two to three to 400 years ago and so on and so forth. Now, a major reason for this is because of monocropping, which really depletes our soils of necessary vitamins and minerals that our body needs to function properly on the daily. 
If you are eating a diet that is rich in whole foods, this means that you are still probably not getting the necessary levels of vitamins and minerals that your body requires. However, if you are out there hunting, foraging, and farming, then that might be a different story for you, but most of us are not able to do that in our day-to-day -day lives, which leads me to Organifi and why I try to get at least one, if not more, of their juice powders into my daily mix. Now, one of the main reasons that I'm a really big fan of Organifi is because all of their ingredients are whole food sourced. So they all come from these really powerful adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms such as reishi, cordyceps, shaga, moringa, spirulina, chlorella, turmeric, you name it, they have it in there. They're crafted specifically for different times of the day. So you have the green juice for the morning time, which is going to be beneficial for the cortisol release and your adrenal glands and it's going to help detoxify your body, whereas the red blend is going to be a midday pick-me-up with some cordyceps and reishi in there, and then you have the chocolate gold formula, which is one of my favorites. It's like a cup of hot cocoa at the end of the day, but it's loaded with some really great stuff such as magnesium, turmeric, as well as obviously cacao, and it is going to help you ease into bedtime. On top of all of that, Organifi is also 100% USDA organic, and they even go one step further to third-party test all of their products for glyphosate, which is really huge and to me just shows that they truly care about not only you, the customer, but also just the products that they're providing and making sure that they are not purchasing items that are allowing these terrible things to be sprayed on our foods. And last but not least, they do not use sugar as the sweetener in any of their products. They use things like stevia and monk fruit to get away from using sugar and keep your insulin from spiking like it would if you were drinking an extremely sugary drink. But fear not, these are still absolutely delicious. And trust me, this is coming from someone who has tried a lot of green juices. So I know what I'm talking about here. And I promise you these things are delicious and you're going to love them. So if you want to get your hands on some of these products, then go ahead and check out Organifi. They're linked in the show notes, or you can go to Organifi.com. However, the easiest route would be right in the show notes here on this episode. Plus, on that link, you will see that there is a 20% discount code, and that is just for being a listener of the show. That is my thank you to you for all of your support, and also my kind of way of giving back to you and uh, helping you to try some of these products that I really, really enjoy. So go on ahead and click on that link in the show notes and use the code for 20% off your entire order. Alrighty, everyone, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. And now that's going to now lead me into my third takeaway for uh, this meditation practice that I had, which is we are being overstimulated and seeking instant gratification way too often. I mean, that is essentially, in my opinion, how society is right now. Uh, we really, really seek everything to be, you know, right now, right here, right now. Um, if my food's a minute late, oh, I'm going to be angry and say something to the waiter or, uh, you know, be angry at someone afterwards because of it, you know, and, and it's like, we always expect everything to be right now, right now, right now. And I think it has a large, uh, or it's, it has something to do with our 
abuse of technology and the entertainment field personally. Uh, I think with, you know, a lot of these social media platforms, they are designed in a way to give you these dopamine hits as you're scrolling and constantly seeking this little piece of gratification all the time, which in the long run is actually not good. We don't want to have that constant overstimulation of dopamine, right? So I really think that it's so important for us to take a moment and just be with ourselves, right? I mean, there's actually people out there who are always seeking some form of stimulation, whether it's from being on their phone or watching TV or even just having background noise, right? I mean, how often do you see people at their house alone, or maybe it's you, obviously you can't see someone alone, um, but how often do you see someone when uh, they just, they're at home and they have noise, music, uh, the TV on, whatever it may be, just so they feel like they're not alone, right? And it's a very interesting concept, uh, especially because, you know, if you went back a couple hundred years ago, like before the radio was even invented, then if you were at home alone, you were at home alone, <laughs> you know, and it's like the most entertaining thing you would have is yourself or a book or if people came over, right? But I really do think there's a lot of value in that. If we can take time to just be with ourselves, even if it's five minutes, like not even a long period of time. I think there's a lot of benefit in that. And there was actually a study done where they took people and they asked them, would you rather sit in this room by yourself with you know no stimulation of any kind for, it was like five or 10 minutes, like nothing long at all. And, uh, or the other option was to receive a electrical shock from a device uh, and that's all you had to do was just get shocked and then you wouldn't have to go sit in the room. And I'm almost positive that it was more people chose to get shocked than they did to just sit in the room for, a, you know, five to 10 minutes by themselves, which is really, really crazy. It just goes to show that we are very uncomfortable with being alone with ourselves and we really shouldn't be, you know, I think actually having that solitude and time to reflect, even if you are allowing your brain to process thoughts, there's still a lot of benefit to be had in there. And then I think if you take it one step further and start to quiet the mind and learn to control uh, these thoughts, you know, or not even control the thoughts, but control when and if you want to give them attention. I think there's a lot of power in that. And um, as someone who's practiced yo uh, yoga and meditation for a while now, there is this point that I have personally achieved where you actually can quiet the mind completely. And it's a really interesting thing because there's a point where you start to withdraw your attention from these thoughts. And when you start doing that, more and more and more and you you're getting very good now at noticing when you're getting into a thought and able to withdraw your attention back to the meditation that's a very cool process because then at some point you do it so many times that your brain actually just kind of goes quiet for a little bit and then you're just sitting in this blissful quietness in your mind in your body and it is really, really wild. It's actually something that's kind of hard to sustain for a long period of time, unless you're a very, very well-practiced uh, meditation practitioner. Um, but even just having like 10 seconds of that is really, really beautiful. It's uh, something that, yeah, I don't think you can really achieve in, in 
you know, most other things, you know, it's, it's really just with meditation and learning to master your mind and getting to this place where you go quiet and then you're just kind of sitting with yourself. It's really, uh, yeah, hard for me to explain, but it is a really, really pretty practice. And, um, I highly recommend that you guys do meditations and stillness practices to try to achieve that state. So then you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, and then that's going to lead me to our very last, uh, takeaway for today's episode, which is that, Basically, meditation can help you to choose your response. So when I say that, what I'm saying by that is when you choose your response instead of just reacting, you will just do so much better in everything in life. You know, there's a lot of people out there who are not in control of their emotions, not in control of their their thoughts, and they just react, right? And I'm sure you probably know one of these people. It's, you know, that person that just kind of says whatever comes to their head, you know, if they have a short fuse, someone says something that rubs them the wrong way, and boom, they're just set off, right? But you can choose how you react and respond to pretty much everything aside from, you know, like, a car that's coming at you and you naturally running out of the way or whatever, right? But in terms of speaking with people, you can choose your reaction and you can choose how you wish to respond to that person. Now, through meditation, the reason I'm relating these two is because when you start doing this practice of taking your attention away from your thoughts, you're truly mastering your mind, you're training your mind, and you're being able to decide if you wanna place your attention in these thoughts. Now, a lot of the times, our first thought that comes up is usually a pretty crappy thought, right? Like, they're usually like not our best thought. It's uh, it's usually attacking, it's, you know, it's some something bad. So if we always just acted on that first thought that came to our mind, it, things wouldn't probably go very well. But if you're able to consciously just allow your thoughts to happen, but you don't have to be attached to them. You don't have to get stuck in them. You can allow them to happen. You can observe the situation that's you know happening with you and this other person that might be angering you. And you can choose how you wish to respond to that person. And you can choose to de-escalate the situation. You can choose to understand that that person might be having a very bad day today and they're not meaning to take this out on you, but it's just happening that way and you can choose to not allow it to affect your day. You can be kind to that person and maybe even turn their day around. So that is a very, very powerful practice that I've gained from meditation uh, is simply just kind of keeping a cool about yourself, being able to not get worked up about things. Um, it's really wild. When I stop meditating for, let's say, a week or two, I actually notice that my sh my fuse is a little bit more short. <laughs> I'm a, um, a little bit more reactionary to people. Uh, I'm not as just kind, uh, like upfront. So uh, when I do meditate, especially over these last 30 days, it's been wild. I mean, uh, I've been very calm in stressful situations. I haven't been getting very worked up at all by anyone, which has been really awesome. Um, and also just stress levels are so much lower. It's, it's really, really incredible. Um, I already knew the power of meditation because I've done long meditation practices, especially in my yogic, uh, path with becoming a certified yoga teacher. 
But this 30-day practice really um, just showed me a lot. And I think it was because I was paying attention to really what I was doing and what the effects were of this practice. I was really taking note of it every single day, like what kind of a change am I seeing? And uh, yeah, that was one that I really was super happy to see was just how it really rolled over into my life and my daily actions, being able to get out of my meditation and then go into my work day and just have a great day. I wasn't getting mad at people, emails that might've, you know, set me off, did not set me off. And it was just really, really nice to feel that kind of sense of calm. So anyways, I'm dragging this last one out and I'm sorry for that, but it really was beneficial. And, uh, I feel like if there's any reason to practice meditation, you know, you could pick any of these, but definitely that last one is incredible and it can help you out in your personal life as well. It can help you to show up as a better person to everyone around you. And I think that is massively beneficial. So anyways, guys, that is going to do it for today's episode. Uh, yeah, if I can give you any piece of advice, it is to go meditate or develop a meditation practice. It's very simple to get started. You can literally take five minutes or even three minutes if you just are really freaked out about sitting down with yourself for a long period of time, right? So at a minimum, three minutes and you know, you can go up to as long as you want, but three minutes is definitely going to be the minimum and just find a comfortable seated position. It can be on a chair. It could be on the ground. However you want to be seated, just feel comfortable. And at the minimum, you can just do a stillness practice and focus on your breath. You can uh, just watch your breath come in, watch your breath flow out. You can expand your belly on the inhales, contract it on the exhales, and just try to constantly keep your awareness on that breath. And you'll be surprised at how hard it can actually be. Uh, some days your mind will be very active and you'll want to just flow into these thoughts. But the practice here is recognizing when your attention is being taken away by these thoughts and then actively recognizing it and pulling your awareness back into the meditation and allow that thought to just fade away. That practice in itself is incredible. And if you can dedicate, like I said, even just three minutes to it, you will be amazed at the difference that you will feel. Now, three minutes is pretty short. Um, they recommend, I believe it was 10 minutes is where the real benefits occur. So if you're up for the 10 minutes and you've never done a meditation before, go ahead, give it a try. Um, and you guys will see the benefits. Now, remember as with anything, you do have to be consistent. So go ahead and you don't have to do 30 days straight if you don't want to, but go ahead and give it a week, maybe two weeks and uh, try to be consistent every single day, 10 minutes, right? Uh, everyone has 10 minutes in their day or can make 10 minutes in their day for this. And it's going to pay back uh, tenfold what you're putting in. So go ahead and give that a try. And uh, yeah, if you guys are not already subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're on, please go ahead and do so. I'm on all major platforms, Spotify, Google Play, um, Apple Podcast, and please leave a, a review on Apple Podcast if you're on Apple Podcast. And also you can catch the video format of this video or of this podcast on YouTube. So go ahead and check out YouTube at Elemental Evan and uh, yeah, see this video in person in the video format on uh, YouTube. So anyways, go ahead and check that out, everyone. I appreciate you for listening so, so much. And I hope you received some benefit from me blabbering on here about my takeaways of a 30-day meditation practice, and I hope it inspired you to 
maybe start your own meditation practice. All right, y'all much love to everybody. Go ahead and you know, you know, the motto connect your elements and do everything with good intentions. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. 